Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. Joined alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Bear. Nick, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well today, Micah. I'm, uh, it's going to be a nice weekend. Uh, tomorrow's Mother's Day, so I'm excited to be recording on a Saturday instead. How are you today? I'm good. Fellas, ladies, if you're out there, make sure you call your mom. Uh, remember, she carried you for at least nine months, eight or nine months. So, um, yeah, that's something that no guy will be able to do. And, uh, yeah, just uh, thank your mothers. You know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty important people in your life. Uh, it's, it's like Oprah, man. Everyone gets a no-hitter. You get a no-hitter. You get a no-hitter. Wade Miley gets a no-hitter. Didn't expect to say that. The Yankees take on the Astros. The Dodgers suck with a capital S. Let's dive in. All right, so we'll start with the question, the prompt for our first topic of discussion, Nick. Are professional hitters a thing of the past? Now, before you answer this, I was having a conversation with my father, and for reference, nobody in my immediate family knows really anything about sports. Um, My dad, he's learned from me. My mom's learned from me, but my dad didn't play baseball. When he was a kid, I think he got hit in the face when he was like eight and was like, no, nah, I'm never doing this shit again. So um, I was talking with him yesterday about professional hitters and DJ will make you more specifically. And he was talking about how he, when he thinks of a good baseball player, he thinks of somebody who can just hit the ball wherever, whenever. And that's kind of what LeMahieu does. And that's kind of what guys like Whit Merrifield do. Uh, contact Nick Madrigal, Tim Anderson. So that poses the question, are professional hitters a thing of the past? I I think so. Um, it's honestly kind of sad. I mean, we've already seen four no-hitters this year. No-hitters don't even feel the same to me anymore. Like, they're, they're, we almost had two yesterday. We talked about Wade Miley. We almost had, who was it, Sean Manea, I think it was, of the Oakland Yeah, A's. he almost had a perfect, didn't he? He almost had a perfect game, then gave up a walk or something like that. So then it turned into a no-hitter, which lasted until the eighth inning. I mean, we almost had two no-hitters in one night within the first basically month of the season. We already have four no-hitters. When they just don't Means, feel special anymore. When did Means do it? Did Means do it? Oh, it, it had to be within two. a week. It had to be. No, Means. Yesterday, yesterday was Friday. Means did it on Monday or Tuesday. So the same exact yeah, week we had two no same week. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I was watching the end of the Baltimore game. I couldn't have cared less. I really, I just like, it was cool. But like, when Alec Milster was no hitter last year, that was dope. Not getting that same vibe. I'm not either. I I watched the end of the John's, John Means no-hitter, and I just kind of felt like I watched the end of another regular game. I mean, they're not they're not special anymore. Like baseball just isn't the same. Honestly, it really isn't. Your guy, you can't call yourself a, a professional hitter if you're gonna have the shift on you and you don't know how to use half of the field. You can't be a professional hitter if you don't know how to use half the field. It. It's out of control at this point to me. Dude, it's so frustrating to me because 
I'll go and watch someone hit random game, random team, random player, and the whole right side of the infield is open for a right-handed batter or vice versa for a lefty. I'm like, dude, just tap the ball that I'm, way. I'm like, I'm like screaming at the screen almost. It's, it's tap the ball that way. You don't have to hit it hard. You really don't. Just tap it that way. I don't know. It, it can be just a swinging bunt for all I care because that side of the field is so wide open. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And I think that's why the contact hitters that spray the ball to all parts of the field are, are so fun to watch. Just like, oh, like, for like, sure. like Stan. Let's let's do let's do Stan for example. Um, okay. He's hitting five eighty one. Um, I believe in his last whatever games, I'll pull up the stat on Twitter. Uh, yeah, last 12 games, six homers, 11 ribbies, 25 hits, 481 average, 1.413 OPS. Buddy's gotten his average from 150 to three something. Play the clip where I said Stan's hitting a buck 50. There you go. Um, so it, he's gotten his average from literally terrible all the way up. He's hitting home runs, driving in runs, but and and that's great to watch. But for the first half of the season, it was unbearable to watch. And like DJ LeMahieu, he struggled. He's been struggling so far. He's hitting 283. He's top 25 in the league. He's top 25 in the league, top 15 in the American League in batting average. He's struggling, Nick. That's how good he is. Take that into perspective. That's how good he is. So, I, I, it's fun for me to watch a guy go up to the plate. Let's say the extra inning rule runner starts on second base. If Lemayhew's up first, I know damn well that runner is getting to at least third base. At least third base he's getting. Because Lemayhew's going to make contact to the right side of the field and move him over. How many players yeah. can you say that for in baseball? You know, I mean, you got lefties will almost always hit it to the right side of the field when you start the extra inning with the lefty at the plate. Yeah, but, but do in, they in terms always, of, do in they terms always of, put the ball in play? That's the thing. No, I mean, in terms of opposite field, I mean, I could think Justin Turner, but DJ LeMay, is still better than Justin Turner at that. Uh, but Turner is one of those few guys that can do that. Uh, my my, I understand why we're not seeing more guys bunt when you start with the runner on second base. It, yeah. it, it you really should, and you know I'm gonna be honest with you. It's look, I'm not I'm not trying to shit all over pitchers or anything like that. Like great for the pitchers, like they're the end of the day. You still got to pitch fantastic, throw no hitter, not Absolutely. taking away from that. But it is really hard for me to watch every game when you're hardly seeing any runners on base. Like I'll be honest. I am way more engaged when games go to extra innings because I'm guaranteed to have runners on base. And most of the time, you're getting multiple runners on base because you're moving a runner to third sometimes, and then the next batter is going to get an intentional walk. There's going to be some bases loaded. Like, I am engaged when there's runners on base. When there's not runners on base for too long, except if it's a pitcher's duel every now and then, and then that's I just, Manfred- even for Dodger games, I it, it's 
so difficult. Even the first couple of weeks when the Dodgers were doing so well, I had a hard time watching an entire game. Yeah, and I mean, that's what Manfred wanted when he implemented the runner on second to start extra innings. He wanted you to be more engaged. And although I know both of us aren't huge fans of the rule, he's done his job because we are more engaged when there's a runner on second base to start. And there's no argument for that. I'm starting to really come around on that rule only because of how often we're seeing these no hitters and how much baseball has changed this year. I'm really coming around on that. I I mean, obviously I'm not going to say, Oh, we should start a runner on base in every single inning of every game. But I mean, Baseball just needs to get back to like what it was in the early 2010s, late 2000s, where runners were constantly on base, uh, didn't always need the home run ball. Um, because I guarantee you, as time goes on, baseball is going to lose a lot of fans over stuff like this. I don't, I just can't see, uh, like, let's say you or I have a friend that doesn't care about baseball much and we try and introduce them to it. But then they sit there, and there's no action going on. Like, they're not going to stay engaged. They're not going to like baseball. Um, and you add that on top of how much it seems like MLB in general is trying to fix human error with talks of robot umpires and shit like that. It's making the game worse. It's not making it better. Whoever thought this would make the game better, don't know who that is, but it's not working. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, it's – it's uh. It's been bad, man. Um, it's it's been interesting. Uh, how many no hitters do you think we'll see this season? I mean, we're already through four in like five, shit. six. Let's weeks see. Let's season. see. Let's see how many no hitters were thrown last year. So we've got Taylor Cole, Mike, uh, Mike Fires was one, and then Felix Pena, Taylor Cole. Combined, combined for the second one, that was after the death of Tyrus Skaggs against the Mariners. And then Biagini, Harris, Davinsky, and Sanchez combined for one against the Mariners again. And then we know Verlander tossed a no-no against Toronto in Canada. So we got four no-hitters last year, or in 2019, in 162 games. We had two last year, actually, in the 60-game season. Yeah, okay. Giolito well, and Mills. 162 times there are 30 teams. So in 4,860 games, 4,860 games, right? We have got, yeah. we got four no hitters in 2019. We already have we, that many this year. <laughs> we had, we had two last month and two this month. So we're on pace. It's a six month season, right? Yeah, 12, 12 no-hitters this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's wild. All right, so let's move on. Yankees, Astros. Yeah, this was fun. Um, Jose Altuve got a warm welcome from uh, Yankee fans. They were clapping him, applauding him. No, I'm just kidding. The chance of fuck Altuve rang throughout the stadium. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun to watch the Yankees. So two out of three from the Astros should have been three out of three, but that midget had to hit a homer. Can I say midget? On his birthday. Yeah, that's fine. It was on yeah. his birthday too. Yeah, it was on his birthday. And um, it's just a lot of fun. It was a great rivalry. And you've got to think that um, Altuve will be hearing fuck Altuve a chance the rest of his career at Yankee Stadium. 100%. 
I wouldn't expect anything less from Yankee fans, to be honest. I, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I wouldn't expect anything less from any baseball fan. I mean, we saw the Yankees – not the Yankees, I'm sorry. The Astros played in Los Angeles against the Angels. They are back in Los Angeles later this year against the Dodgers. That'll be That'll crazy. That'll be interesting. Um, I could definitely see some fights going down. Um, especially if Joe Kelly pitches. Hey, get me to a thousand followers on IG, and me and Nick will go to Dodger Astros game. Yes, please do. Um, we got. Uh, they played against the Oakland A's the first weekend of the season. That Oakland A's fans didn't let up, and they never really show up to games. But they were loud I as mean, hell. I mean, last year, remember Loriano went at the bench coach. Do you remember that? I remember that. Yeah. That was awesome, dude. Uh, I mean, I mean, the the Astros are rivals with pretty much every team in baseball now. Yeah, because uh, they took a World Series away from twenty nine teams. Really, from one team, my team. Um, my team, because the Yankees would have definitely shit on the Dodgers. It's not even close. Shut up. No we totally would have. We would have kicked their ass. We've been so awesome too. Um. At least it was before we knew each other. New uh, York. New York. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less from Yankee fans. But, of course, Altuve had to hit a home run on his birthday. I mean, I, I, I kind of always feel like whenever a player plays on their birthday, they just have an extra special night. I don't know why. I just feel like that happens the so adrenaline. much. With the adrenaline. And, I, I mean, guess, it, was the, it was the maybe, third game. Maybe the birthday and, uh, cake they have earlier in the day gets them going. Dude, I mean... Dude, it was the third game, and Yankee fans were chanting, fuck your birthday to Altuve. Dude, I, I don't know about you, but that would piss me off. Like, dude, I yeah. love my birthday. I don't like a lot of things. I love my birthday. It sounds so – I really do. It's just, I, do. I don't know. At this point, for me, it just seems kind of chill. Like, I just get people to say, happy birthday, and then that's really it. But it's fine with me. I don't want to go on about birthdays, though. But, uh, uh, yeah. It, it's going to be a rough season for the Astros. I mean, I think they've been hovering around 500 all year at, since they swept the Oakland A's to start the season. So uh, this is definitely new territory for them for sure. But, hey, you know, it's their fault. I mean, you, you can't blame anyone else. But but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no player is prepared for this. So it, it's just – it's totally different. Yeah, uh, it's it's been uh, it was it was a lot of fun to watch. Michael was very entertained to say the least. Uh, come on, okay, runners coming home. Come on, Judge, throw him out, baby. Yeah, you don't want to test Judge, big beautiful man. Um, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was good that the Yankees went in, took two out of three from the Astros, and. Uh, now they've got to win two straight against the Nats to win their fourth straight series. So let's talk about a team that cannot seem to win. They're, they're just really bad at this point, mate. They suck. It's the Dodgers. Would you even believe your eyes? Nick, I'm just going to let you go. I mean, look, in 2017, we lost 10 games in a row going into the playoffs, and we didn't make it to the World Series. I think it was – I believe it was 2017 when that happened at the end of the regular season. But, the, I, look, losing isn't fun. But this team doesn't seem to be staying loose at all. They're not having fun. I'm not seeing any smiles whatsoever. Corey Seager looks totally out of it. 
I don't know what the hell happened to this team. I, maybe they need a doctor to come into the clubhouse and diagnose the whole team with something and give them some fucking medication. I don't fucking know at this point. Uh, but you, you and I were talking, or I mentioned this earlier to you in the week. You know, Kike Hernandez, the player, was never really someone that I adored like other Dodger fans. But the Dodgers really seem to be missing his locker room presence. Like, Justin Turner is definitely the leader of the team. Kike Hernandez always kept it loose. He always kept it funny. He was always making jokes and smiles and shit like that. Um, I am... Look, our injury list is stacked right now. Like, our Oh, you don't get that. You don't get to say that. Sorry, keep going. Get two. Turn it, baby. There's one. Okay. We get the force at home. Sorry. Go ahead. I mean, our injury list is stacked, but yet at the same time, look at the Dodgers' lineup. I mean, they still have Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Max Muncy, and... I mean, like, that's still a very stacked lineup. So, and we still got a great pitching staff. Like, yes, Dustin May had Tommy John surgery, which is very unfortunate because that dude had a fastball that should not move the way fastballs usually move. Um, And he was an absolute stud. I was looking forward to seeing him over a full season. Uh, So now the Dodgers are sadly only down to four aces in their rotation. Uh, they have almost no one out of the bullpen. Although Kenley Jansen has looked better lately. Uh, he's been getting more consistent. He had a game, a couple uh, or back-to-back games, where he finally pitched in back-to-back games, and he actually tossed one, two, three innings in both of those games or allowed just one walk. Um, but the rest of the bullpen is just so banged up. I don't even know who's in our bullpen at this point, to be honest with you. I mean, I know we got Joe Kelly back. Joe Kelly's going to be rusty for a little bit. Uh the defense is so out of sync right now. I've never, I have never seen a team play this bad for so long. Dude, Bowers looks good, man. I don't know about you. Look, I'll take no our starters. He's getting no run support. Trevor Bauer has looked legit, though. He has. Um, you know who has Kershaw. Yeah, Kershaw. He does look really bad. I mean, his ERA is actually pretty good because games he's had that are good are really, really good. And then when he gets banged up, he gets banged up. Uh, you know, and Kershaw, especially the past couple of years, he's been someone who gives up a lot of home runs. Yeah. Uh, and that has to do with the fact that, yes, he has a, he still has a great slider and curveball, but the, the velocity the stuff difference... isn't overpowering. It's not overpowering because... The velocity difference between his fastball and slider isn't much of a difference anymore. Yeah. And I think I think that helps players a lot. And I think that's I think that's part of the reason why guys like Shane Bieber can can live. Because Bieber throws like ninety three, ninety four. You know what I mean? Like but his slider is is gross. Can come in at like eighty three and then he can drop a sixty mile an hour curveball in. Sorry, not sixty, seventy. Fuck! Kluber just walked no. Soto with the bases loaded. Zach Granke Zach throws the 60-mile Right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or EFIS pitches. I don't know what you want to call those. He threw a 53-mile-an-hour uh, EFIS against the Yankees. That when? When? This is just this past just week? Just now, yeah. That was oh some weird stuff, bro. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was so cool to watch. It's very weird, but it was really dope. 
Okay, I have this this theory, and it might actually be kind of smart. So, yes, we were just shitting on how bad hitters are and stuff like that. But I picked you know what really you know what would really get hitters off balance if we start seeing more guys like Zach Ranky throw fifties and sixties. That would imagine having guys like Walker Bueller who throw. 97, 98 with the fastball, and then come back with a 60 or 50 mile per hour curve for Ephus. Like that would totally throw hitters off balance. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's part of what Aroldis Chapman has realized he needs to do. He's become a very good three pitch pitcher. He's been unhittable. He hasn't given up a run. Let's let's find Chappie's stats. Well, but, early in his early in his career, I mean, it was just always fastball because. I mean, no one's going to hit a 102, 103, 104 mile per hour fastball. He so still he can throws, easily with He still throws 102, but he is he has realized that he needs to have three pitches that he can throw whenever he wants, and he needs to know that he can throw them effectively, and he has he's looked incredible get the out come on glaber make the throw baby there we go okay um like chapman has looked just so good a zero era in 11 games 11 innings and he has 26 strikeouts and here's the kicker only three walks for Chappie. strikeout to walk ratio of 8.67 you want to know strikeouts per nine innings let's take a guess nick let's take a guess um, we said he, he had, over no, don't worry about the number uh, about 20, 21.3. Okay. Chappie is nasty, man. He's looked very, very good. So, uh, you know who this reminds me of? It reminds me of Zach Britton from a couple of years ago, honestly, when Zach Britton was just totally lights out as a closer. Hey, and now he's the best eighth inning guy in baseball. <laughs> It's early, but Chapman for Cy Young. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we- Cha- Chapman and Degrom are gonna win the Cy Youngs. This year. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be Chapman. It'll be uh, it'll be Cole and Degrom, and um, yeah. probably the same two guys. So uh, this this should be fun. Um, Chapman's been unhittable. The Yankees pitching has been good. The Dodgers stink. Hitters are not very good anymore. And that's going to conclude today's episode of the Baseball Puck. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Bear. You can find this show where, Nick? On Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. You can find us at thebaseballplugpodcast.com and on Instagram at thebaseballplug underscore. That is at thebaseballplug underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at Micah underscore 0416 at M-I-C-A-H 0416. And on the gram at Micah. that is at E-N-B-Y-M-I-C-A-H. And you can follow me on Twitter at NicholasBear7. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-B-A-E-R. And then number seven. And on Instagram at NicholasGolfer. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-G-O-L-F-E-R. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Peace out.